When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, before we move on to the next topic here, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at the Love the Star podcast. It is Boomer Jacks. And I keep telling you guys about Boomer Jacks, specifically what Boomer Jacks has ready for you on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's great wing deals. On Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they have great deals for you the rest of the time, too. They got drink specials starting at $3. They have $15 buckets of beer. There are wall-to-wall TVs. Every sporting event you could ever imagine is on the televisions there when you go to Boomer Jacks. They have TVs in the bathroom. There's literally not a time where you will miss a moment of the action. Live music, like I said, wall-to-wall TVs, great drink specials, great food. It's just a fantastic atmosphere for whatever you're looking for, and it's why we're so excited to have them as our partner here at Love the Star. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. We uh, dip into some questions from our dear, sweet listeners. Uh, First question here from Wink Marvel. Do you see any June 1 cut candidates on the roster right now? And I think think to be clear here, a lot of times, like I think the Cowboys have, I I don't think there are any June 1 cut players left on here other than the guys in training camp because – I think a lot of times when they make the decision to cut somebody June one, they do it in the they do it in a fashion that you can and, kind and of and then yeah. they designate them like they did with yeah. Z. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was looking, I was talking to my guys around the league. I was talking to Gang of Seven because everybody's putting out names of guys. And if if I could just if you don't listen to us on 1053, shame, shame on you for doing that, by the way. <laughs> because you know, there's some, but I know there were some guys. I was okay. Dalt. I mean, I'll just give me. Some, I'll give you some names. Okay, this Dalton Reisner from uh, the Denver mm-hmm. Broncos, right? Yep. Okay, Gang of Seven guy, descending player, grinded out, short range player, slow feet, slow on the move, struggles to bend, has to win with hand use, short area, and his toughness. Okay, that's that's a that's a that's an evaluator of Dalton Reisner, who a guy yeah. who's like. Oh, they need a guard. Well, go get Dalton Reiser. Okay, well, that's what a guy, one of the guys in the league that that does this for a living, that evaluates uh, these players, kind of saw in Dalton Reiser. Okay, two other guys. William Jackson. Asked about William Jackson, right? The Was William Jackson, he was with... Uh, Porter, uh, yeah, he was with uh, Cincinnati, then he was with Washington. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Jackson, another descending player. Best in press. Physical versus the run. Undisciplined in zone. Holder, grabber, and coverage. A very up-and-down player. Okay. Uh, okay. So that's that's that. People were asking about Kareem Hunt, the running back, right, from yeah. Cleveland Browns. 
who huh. Jeff Blasco, the running backs coach, I believe worked with for a year in Cleveland. Okay. There you got some familiarity with him, right? Uh, my guy says, number two back, strong and tough runner, good vision, good hands, good pass protector. Can't run, looked a step slow from his usual slowness. Okay? So that that was that about those guys. Okay, I asked yeah. about, uh, asked about. I had another guy that, I, that knew uh, Robbie Gold, the kicker, really, really well. Okay? And so here, here's – and again, I don't – these aren't June 1 guys. These are just guys that are out on the street. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm – but I'm just giving you an idea of what's on the street. Okay, um, that's about Robbie Gould, right? He said, I said, hey, Robbie Gould, what, what about him? And he says, he goes, uh, I, you know, I asked this guy, I said, he's got anything left? And he goes, barely. Ideally, a team would have a punter who could handle the kickoff duties so he doesn't have to. And he really doesn't want to attempt anything from 50-plus. So can put a strain on the offense in fringe territory. Well, we know what Robbie Gould, he doesn't miss field goals in the playoffs. Anything inside, like I think that on our show, Eric looked it up. I think he was like five Eric of 11. Chiafalo. Eric Chiafalo, what I said, I just said Eric, right? No, you just said Eric. Not that people wouldn't know who he is. Oh, Eric Chiafalo. Okay. Well, yeah. if you, again, you should be listening to our shows you and, Bobby's <laughs> and Bobby's show as well. But Eric looked it up and I think that, and I, I think he was five of 11 from 40, from 40 to 49 yeah. kind of numbers. So, you know, that's what you're getting at right now. You're, you're getting at guys that are descending players, or but you never know. You might, hey, you might catch lightning in a bottle with one of these guys. So to me, I kind of look at, I look at the second draft, and I call the second draft the waivers. You know, when you look at waivers on, like, you know, after training camp, I think that's yeah. where you kind of can add a guy or two. You know, I mean, I, I'm not – you know, maybe, you know, Kareem Hunt, if he's slower than slow, you just you just let go of a back that was slow, right? Yeah. You know? Okay. So anyway, yeah. You got any names? I'm sorry, I just was rambling on there. No, no, no. I think that we I think we answered the question right off the top. And then you given that there, I think that that's good to to flush it out a little bit. Uh next question here from Jacob Lavers. He says, Do you feel Ronald Jones is being a bit underrated in the running back room? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, there was there was. Hey, trust me, Bijan Robinson was my my dream guy. I I, I mean, I'm I, I don't care. I just want to add players. Robinson, Gibbs. I I appreciate Atlanta and Detroit. They, you know, everybody that's a anti running back guy. The fact that went two went in the top twelve did my heart's great. <laughs> so, yeah. but I think with Jones, you know, there's there's a certain amount of toughness there. There's a certain amount of you watch him, you know, when he was at USC and you watch him when he was at Tampa, you know, I mean, there's a certain amount of toughness to his game. Now, I'll say this though, uh, you know, we'll have to see when he gets in the camp and you know about how do they use how do they use these backs? Are they are they going to find a way to get a screen game going or get something going where these backs are factors. Yeah. You know, I remember the old Merrill Hodge, uh, the, uh, you know, the edge, uh, the edge matchup, you know, the thing. And Merrill Hodge always talked about the factor back, you know, yeah. who's going to be the factor back here, you know, who is going to be and, and you know, maybe Ronald Jones is that guy and, or maybe it's Deuce Vaughn, but I don't know. I mean, sleeping on him maybe a little bit because the guy's got some toughness. He sure does as a player. 
Yeah, and we talked to Todd Archer on the morning show this last week. Sorry, snatched him out from under you guys at G-Bag Nation. Uh, but we, we, we talked to him, and uh, he had mentioned there that – and Todd's very plugged in with what's going on with the Cowboys. He mentioned that he thinks that the organization is higher on Ronald Jones than probably the fan base is, and that the fan no base question. have a recognition that he's a guy that they like. Yeah. Um, and somebody that absolutely can come in here and compete and be part of the running back rotation. What are you hearing about Malik Davis then? See, because the big mystery about Malik Davis and some of the whispers I was hearing that Malik Davis maybe was a little bit at the end of the year was kind of like, you know, what, what what's my role here? What do I need to do? Why am I doing this? Why are you guys yeah. not using me kind of guy? Am I wrong about that? Did you hear some of the same thing? No, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I think that they. I think they still like him a lot. I think they think he's a really well balanced, all around type of back. But I think they also feel like he's got some growing up to do as a pro. Maybe not as a not as a person. Like I don't think they believe he's immature in the same way that somebody like Kelvin Joseph is immature. Right. That they've had there. I think theirs is more like, hey, buddy, you got to learn like what being a pro means and, and what being a professional football player means and what preparation means. I think they feel like he needs to be better prepared entering games. There you uh, go. And and not just with his preparation for the game itself, but for his his mindset and his approach. They want him to have a better approach, I think, heading into game weeks. And and that's something that he's gonna have to work on. But I do think they still like him. Um, they're they're just waiting for him to do a little bit of growing up. Uh, next question here from at cdolejs1. And Brian, this is a I'm going to kind of adjust his question because he said, could the NFL do top five or top ten projected draft picks when completing trades like the NBA does? I, I don't know if he's asking. Like protected? Ability now? Yeah, I don't know if he's asking, do you have that ability now? Or more, could they look at that in the future? But I'm just curious, what would your thought be if you could – bring that sort of thing into the CBA? Because I think it'd be a lot easier to give up a draft pick for an Amari Cooper if you say it's top 10 protected, though. And so we we get that pick back, and I think it would open up some trades. So I don't hate this idea. I'd like to have top five and top 10 protected picks in the NFL. I, there's so much I had to learn. About. I, I love the NBA. I, there's so much I have to learn. Matter of fact, my new project, I think I'm going to start looking at the NBA draft. I'm gonna. You only have to look at about what? 60 guys, you kind of have to have you, you, you only got to look at, I mean, for the Mavericks this year, you only got to look at 10, and that's if they keep that's it. That's what I'm saying, man. But but if you knew 60 guys, you'd be dangerous there. So, yeah, you know, I, I it's kind of – I think we're getting to a point, though, where player movement I don't think is a problem now. I mean, yeah. the fact that, that people – Trust me, Bobby. I wouldn't be. But, but could, wouldn't you feel? Wouldn't you feel better about giving up that draft pick though? Yeah, hell yeah. When like protected when we get with, with two first round picks for Joey Galloway, if one of them you could have saved them, we could have saved them because we gave up what was the 18th pick. We gave up the 18th pick, and yeah. then our next pick was the seventh overall pick. That would have been a protected pick. Yeah, would have been. We would have not lost. Would have been good. Pick. Yeah, yeah. So see that, but I, I kind of feel like though. We're starting to see more teams, and I would have, man, I wouldn't be on this podcast. I might be still working, you know, in the NFL if we would have just found if if Aaron Rodgers becomes available, you know, I mean, uh, Carr becomes available, you know, the guy gets available, you know, all these quarterbacks become available, whoever cousins. I mean, it's amazing the you know the number of quarterbacks that hell you had a chance. 
you know, you had a chance to go get the guy at Baltimore if you really wanted him. Lamar I mean, Jackson, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's what's amazing to me that nowadays these teams are more willing. Well, look what that look what Seattle did. Seattle parlayed the Russell Wilson trade into look at the haul that they got for Russell Wilson. I mean, just think about that. And I, I think that people are more willing to move on from players than they have been in the past. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back later this week with another episode, a, a little bit of a, a, a more in-depth rookie minicamp preview, get some of your additional questions. we got a lot of them today. We ran out of time, weren't able to hit them all. Uh, but this is uh, this is summer season. This is where we'll, where we'll dive into some more uh, big picture topics, I think, moving forward. Because like I said, we're out of the draft now. And maybe we will. We'll, we'll get Brian's uh, NBA draft scouting report on Cam uh, Whitmore, the forward from Villanova. Uh, you know, hey, any Villanova player, that's a champ. That's championship basketball right there. Jalen Brunson proved that to you, the Dallas Mavericks. You need to you should have kept that guy. Yeah, they blew that one. Look, if you if you're in a position to take Cam Whitmore and you're the Dallas Mavericks, make the pick. Uh, we'll we'll bring more NBA scouting reports to you as we go forward, though. And I think we got the schedule coming out here real soon. Buddy. Yes, I think we yes, have, we'll have I schedule we'll have reaction schedule. as well. Yeah, I believe exactly. we get that Thursday. Is when there it'll you be. Go. So, so we'll have some discussion there. Until next time, we will talk to you guys later.